Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, American Nap Dad. <laughs> Jordan Morris. I'm fucking powered up, Jordan, because I took a nap. Yeah, you. you That's seem, what us dads do. You seem like it. You're a ball of energy. <sighs> I feel great. Yeah. I feel refreshed. I'm sure. ready. For, I'm ready for humor. Mm-hmm. Later on, I'm going to go to the Randy Newman concert with my fellow dads. Oh man, and uncles and grandpas. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's going to be great. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of getting that energy right now. You seem. You're not mad, but you're disappointed. <laughs> That's the vibe I'm getting from you right now. You're not mad, but oh. you just thought I could do better. Yeah. That's. I think that might be your emotional association with dads. Mm, okay, so you think I'm projecting? You, I'm projecting a kind of a dad onto you, a kind of a debula rasa. Yeah, <laughs> a blank dad. I think in my case, I'm projecting what I see as more of a classic dad, mm-hmm. which is a general geniality with periodic fits of terrifying rage driven by post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm, well, we're learning a lot today. We both have pretty much universal dad experiences. <laughs> Sounds like That's it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, bud? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, I have a little... I have a little mystery that's been bothering me. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe before I before we got into it, because I know I know what podcast listeners want. Mm-hmm. They want a mystery that unspools over the course of between eight and twelve episodes. Right. Um, I want to get into it because it's baffling, it's fascinating, and it's definitely something you can make all your friends listen to. But first, let's introduce our guest, I would Starly Kind. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, our guests this week are the hosts of one of the absolutely most hilarious podcasts in existence, Mm -hmm. a podcast that uh, sometimes when I listen to it, I get – I feel tired or burdened by how much Mm -hmm. funny it is. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like I some don't people want would have finished that anymore. sentence earlier. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel uh, burdened like a yeah. mule, <laughs> a mule laden with sacks. We we get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport from the Hollywood Handbook podcast. Hi, Gentlemen, welcome, Jordan Jesse Hayes's Hayes's voice. Hi guys, this is Sean Clements' extremely distinctive, different voice from Hayes's. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are, four completely yeah, different whites. Yeah. <laughs> We're really, yeah, it's really a paint, like a like a paint swatch of whites in here. I think mm-hmm. this might help. I don't mm-hmm. know. Sure. For the listener at home who might be having a hard time telling the difference between the four 30-something white male voices mm-hmm. in this room mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. um, Hayes is wearing pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yep. And I'm wearing a bathing pants. suit. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear that bathing suit quality, uh, that's Sean. Just a little mesh Just wrinkle. a little bit splashing around. Aloha, yeah. Sean. Yeah. <laughs> but you were, Aloha you're you. coming here straight from the dog beach. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know my Sunday, Jordan. <laughs> I do. Uh, I read about it in that really New York Times do. feature. I really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sean uh, Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it like, a weekly feature? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was one of those yeah. where they profiled an alt-right guy. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> he's just like us. He loves the dog beach. <laughs> um, uh, what a cool I, dude. I didn't know you were alt-right when we booked you. You know, I'm dipping my toe in the water. Oh, we don't, that's nice. We don't need to go with that, yes, Anne. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to 
Yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we can just stop that. We, we don't need specifics on that We don't one. need to say what lives matter or don't. Sure, <laughs> no. Let's no leave the whole reason. thing alone. No reason to. Um, but I do want to hear about the dog beach. Well, uh, Rosie's Dog Beach in uh-huh. Long Beach. Uh, pretty easy trip for mm-hmm. you Eastsiders. Um <laughs> We go there in the summer pretty frequently. Uh, my dog, Bosch, famous dog. He's known on the podcast as one of the characters. There's mm-hmm. some merch has a, in the has a T-shirt. Store. Our newest swag yeah. dog oh. T-shirt. The latest pod swag T-shirt. In case you, you wanted a longer, a longer T-shirt explanation than your <laughs> yeah. normal one, yeah. which is just like, it's a logo for the show that I like. Now you can go even farther it's and say, like, this is a dog, dog of one of the It's a dog that belongs to a host Yeah, who is mentioned occasionally. Yeah, it says Earwolf's yeah. number one good boy on it. Earwolf is this other thing. <sighs> you know what? I'm just going to zip yeah. up yeah. my hoodie yeah. and not try and explain it anymore. But I mostly wear it to work out anyway. Sure. Yeah. I'm yeah. Really talking. I'm focused. I'm wearing my head. It's a nice Heather gray so it shows all the sweat oh, every God. drop that's a nice color for a t-shirt yeah i do like jesse you know we blew by but you asked are you guys here to sell t-shirts and i would say absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no no one buy it because a lot of people here's the thing a lot of people come on our show if they have their own podcast their goal is to introduce their style of humor their charm their unique charm to our audience, right? And we get a little cross-pollination action. That's loser ball. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like what you guys are doing are leapfrogging straight past that to the kind of intimate emotional connection that leads people to buy a T-shirt with an inside joke of someone that they yeah. imagine they have We're a hoping to sell with. the merch without people having to listen if to the I show. If I say check out God, the show, there's a very high chance that that person will never buy a t-shirt. Because yeah. if I say buy a the t-shirt, they might be... like the design. Right. right. The merch is the way into the show mm-hmm. at this mm-hmm. point. Jesse, we, should we have, would you guys feel weird if we did host pet merchandise? I feel oh, like we yeah. should do. We have some beloved pets that are sometimes mentioned. Yeah. I feel bad, though, because I talk a lot about... It's like in therapy. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do either of you guys have children? No. Okay. No. So what happens in therapy is you talk a lot about your oldest child mm-hmm. uh, because you're going through new experiences with your oldest child, mm-hmm. and then you never mention your younger children. They just don't come up. And I feel like that happens here on Jordan Jesse Go, mm-hmm. where I talk all the time about my dog Coco, mm-hmm. uh, who's a little older, and my younger dog Sissy, rarely mentioned. So maybe just a T-shirt with Coco and Bug. Yeah, that sounds nice. Yeah, or just a T-shirt with Sissy to make up for all the times you haven't been talking about. Do you her. think that would make up for it? It's a good start. She's also annoying. Would that change that? <laughs> yeah, I think. No, I don't think so. I think oh, okay. Are they in studio dogs ever? They have been in studio, but you know we we used to do this show. We've been doing George Jesse Go for a dozen years, mm-hmm. wow. and we used to do it at my house. And uh, Coco and Sister used to be knocking around while we were recording. Sure, it's been a long time since they've been here to the office in studio. It's one of the charms of the like at home podcast, which yeah. you know where we started. I mean, we consider that our roots. That was our CBGBs. Just you know? a, yeah. a little bit of yeah. ba- a little bit of background on Jordan Jesse Go. Mm-hmm. So. Jordan and I had been stand-up comics for a really long time, and we were regulars. On, on, think... We were regulars on Conan, mm-hmm. uh, but while this, we had I had some really gonna, significant about early tell success, we didn't story. make it on Saturday Night Live. And so far, the conversations that you so guys did you, would have. Did you not make it, but we did through, Lauren have you jump through his hoops? We went through it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we went through a difficult. We went through a difficult breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, got a divorce. We right. were moved out to Los yeah, Angeles. Yeah, this is Marin. It's just anyway. Who are your guys? <laughs> anyway, now we're on Glow. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hayes. Do you have pets? I have now three cats. As of uh, a couple weeks ago, 
I got a new one via Sean. Uh-huh. Sean has a neighbor mm-hmm. uh, who goes around up and down his street with a big net. <laughs> she has a, It's true. So What? Is well, your neighbor a character in a children's book? <laughs> Yeah, she does sort of look like a, a cartoon dog catcher or something, but she does um, – do they they sell nets that big? You can get a net. We live kind of close to like K-Town and, and, and it's kitten season and as you walk through the neighborhood, like when we walk our dog at uh, night, we have five cats and there are two neighborhood cats that we feed yeah. every day as well. I had That's been nice. told it was berry season. Ah, no. well, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I was at the Hollywood Although Farmer's the Market are today. The berries. And all, so all the kittens are out. Oh, got <laughs> it. The um, but they're all being born, and so you can kind of hear like little tiny meowing around. And we've tried to kind of corral them before. That's nice. One time I got one and, and gave it to someone, but I don't have a high success rate of capturing these young cats. But this woman who lives across the street showed us she she had had like a more traditional trap. That they like walk into, but then she very proudly came over one day because we see her as we like feed neighborhood cats. She had this giant net, but it's not like you scoop them up. It's more like you lay it on the ground and then you can like cinch it up at the top. Oh snap! Like so, one of those ones that hangs from a tree. Yes, yes. In an adventure, like, so, like it's Robin Hood's. Wow. Has she ever trap. like dug a deep? pit and then put sticks in the bottom with feces on the end of the sharp sharpened end of the stick i haven't asked her about that uh because if you put a tarp on top and strew some leaves on top mm-hmm. it'd be a great you way could, to catch these this is sort of an urban the environment so you'd, you'd be like what's that leaf patch doing <laughs> this cement sidewalk and then you smear yourself in mud because of course the cats hunt by your heat signature yeah yeah well i'm thinking of predator Sorry. Uh, okay she, she's uh but she's caught now Two this year that one uh, went to Hayes and one went to um, uh, one of the producers over at uh, um, Earwolf. How's this new? How's this new cinched cat uh, he, adapting to the other two cats? He's great. They're all getting along now. They ate from the same bowl last week, Cute. which was huge. Um, yeah, they, it's like kittens are so playful. I had forgotten how much they, how much energy they have, how much they just love to play mm-hmm. all the time. So we're having a blast with this new kitten. But Sean has a very effective way of getting people to adopt these kittens. I'm a bully. Yes, which is <laughs> you, you are not doing him a favor by doing this. Mm-hmm. You, it's never like a thank you situation. You are failing him by not doing mm, it. Sure. And mm-hmm. that works a lot. Better. The, suddenly, this is just something that you are supposed to do. You just get a text, and now, and now you need to have a new cat. It's a classic Missy Elliott: put your thing down, flip it, and reverse it <laughs> thing. Mm, that's yes. exactly right. Now I if, learned from the masters. <laughs> if there are so many pets between you, uh, why has Bosch the dog? Mm-hmm. Made it onto the merch, whereas the other pets he comes have to the not. studio. studio dog. Oh, He's in the okay. studio every recording. Okay, sure, sure, sure. And so people are talking about him, and mm-hmm. he's a big part of the show. He eats the table sometimes. Makes How? a lot but of But I feel guilty. He used, to, he used to fart, not as much anymore. I feel guilty, yeah. similarly to the younger, uh, younger dog, younger child thing, that we did have the five cats first. And they've kind of fallen out of the conversation. Mm. Not featured nearly as much on Instagram. Mm, sure. Uh, and they don't have their own shirts. Do mm. you bring the cats to the dog beach? <sighs> Not really, no. <laughs> They're uh, cats, Jesse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I want to see where this is going. <laughs> Can we... 
anyway. How often are you at this dog beach? This dog beach is a source of great fascination for me. I've only been a couple times. Uh-huh. Live pretty far from Long Beach. Yeah. Have three children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I found out about this dog beach until shortly before my first child was born. And that kind of got in the way sure, of harder the dog to pack beach up lifestyle. Beach. Yeah. Yeah. But it is basically where I want to like like when I retire I want to down. live out yeah, yeah. Sure. like I kind of want to live at, mm, no at, the, at, at the dog this beach dog itself. beach specifically okay yeah just with the dogs and some of them are going in the ocean somebody's yeah. throwing a oh, ball yeah. in the ocean the whole nine yards little house on stilts right so oh, at high tide yeah. the water mm-hmm. comes up oh a dog in a bathing yeah. costume yeah <laughs> One thing maybe a cinchable net so you can <laughs> catch the dogs okay and pull them up into your house uh, yeah dig a pit out there at the beach a lot easier to disguise mm-hmm. a pit now we're in business. Yeah. <laughs> now you're digging a pit. Yeah. <laughs> Find a way to hide my heat signature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any predators out there at the dog at beach? At the dog beach? Yeah. <laughs> there are just some <laughs> aliens. Okay. Sorry, xenomorphs. Got it. <laughs> you would know them as xenomorphs. I would, yeah. Anyway. Um, uh, I love it there. Uh, you know, it's like a dog park at the beach. One thing that was really fun for me today, mm-hmm. speaking of some dogs fetching things in the water... Bosch today seemed as if he feels like he has solved the ocean. <laughs> so he, for a long time, he would go in up to his chest because he likes to be in the water. But then he would get creamed by a wave and suddenly be swimming and like have this panic on his face where he's like, oh, no, I didn't want this. <laughs> then he sort of started to swim a little bit, but he was still so scared of the waves and now, like, he became so confident where he, like, times it, the wave crashes, he jumps over the wave, does, like, three big jumps into the ocean. Then he'll see another wave coming and, like, spin around and essentially body surf and, like, let it hit behind him and kind of glide in. That and it was so, fucking so chill. cool so fucking to watch chill. him, like, be confident. Right. Um, better, you- better sweet at all? Huh? Because that old, like, <laughs> oh, childhood right, Bosch right. is sure. gone now. Mm-hmm. It's like a first day of school kind of. Like, no, I, it's true. My dog used to be afraid of wind. And now if there's a <clears throat> gust of wind and she doesn't get scared, I do think about how cute it was when she was a mm-hmm. baby and she was scared of wind. Right. Because she had lived in a hotel room with 25 other dogs in Tijuana. I, uh, I do, yeah, I guess I... I never am, hear about that part of your life. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love to hear yeah. more sometime. It was right before I started yeah. podcasting. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was yeah. a whole other thing. That's, yeah. your, that's your lost year, right? <laughs> yeah. Like when John Lennon came to L.A. Exactly. Sure, yeah. I'm learning I'm maybe unique in that I don't want to see my dog be scared. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His um, terror isn't cute to you? Uh... I guess it is kind of cute, but <laughs> yeah. but I don't um, miss are, it yet. Are you comfortable? Are, are the two of you and Jordan? I, I'm going to include you in this as well as I'd, a guy who grew up. Please in the don't. <laughs> no go. Are the three of you com- fully comfortable at the beach? And the reason I mention it is when I'm at the beach, on I have a couple of issues and concerns. Mm-hmm. One of them is I don't really want to do anything in the ocean. Mm-hmm. I not I don't. I don't think I'm going to drown, but it seems cold and not fun to me. Right. Okay. That's one. But the bigger issue is a kind of existential crisis that has to do with, like, looking out over the waves and the ocean seems to go on forever. That makes me very nervous. Huh. I, it can be kind you of use like a nice short ocean. Well, right. I don't know. The, what's the man in the um, 
the man from the planetarium who wears the vests with the stars on them, and he hosted Cosmos too. Neil. Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. I interviewed mm-hmm. Neil deGrasse Tyson on my public radio program, Bullseye. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, as me, you guys know- Let me from pick up that name you his, <laughs> Now who's here to sell t-shirts? <laughs> his pub, you know, his public persona is, uh, he's like, well, he's a chill guy, right? You know, yeah. On Twitter, he's always chilling. Yeah. And I asked him if he ever gets uncomfortable contemplating the infinite mm-hmm. nature of space. Sure. And then he just made fun of me and picked on me. Mm-hmm. But oh, wow. I legitimately, looking out over the ocean makes me kind of uncomfortable. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree nerds are the new bullies. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Elon Musk yeah. out there giving people shit. Nerd bully is a definite type of person sure. that has emerged. Mean nerd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People who have been but are you so guys, protected. Are you guys cool with all that? No, I, I never <laughs> go there. As you can see, it's 110 degrees and here I am wearing jeans. I haven't worn <laughs> shorts this entire summer. Uh, I'm a, like at dusk. I love the beach. I feel some sometimes uncomfortable at the beach, but more because I know I'm going to have sand everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Because some Charles Atlas type is going to kick sand yeah. in your face? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Believe me, yeah. yeah. They're always lifting weights or lifting <laughs> big dogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's so a bunch of studs go down there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Bench some retrievers. Like there's, mustache, a, there's, a, muscle there's a muscle man. dog beach as well. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah. there's yeah. regular dogs. Just and one you... mastiff over each shoulder. <laughs> sure. Just like pressing. Yeah. <laughs> and boom, they steal your wife yeah. when you're not looking. Uh, Hayes, why no shorts? Why have you not worn? Why invest in some shorts, buddy? Hayes, here's it's some, it's, it's here's some context. It's hot out there. Some yeah. context for you is Jordan this summer has come out very strongly as hot positive. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's he's keeping the the heat in his a positive frame. He's locked it in. He's going to enjoy summertime fun. Uh huh. I, I think at some point when you don't wear shorts for, I don't even remember the last time, it's probably been like 10 or 15 years, I think your legs stop being shorts legs anymore. Mm-hmm. And now I, I, I think I have basically only pants legs. And not necessarily, it would, we, would be weird to another person seeing it, but to me- You would know. You yeah, would know. I would just be too well, conscious a, of my if shorts If you don't mind my asking, long. is it a length issue? Is it a musculature issue? What? Not, well, definitely color. Okay. You look like you've got- Part nice of it. gams from I, here. I, the gams are probably okay. They just oh, and you know what? I I go running, yeah, a lot, and, and so you I show off them getaway sticks. And the, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I I, I have no oh boy. like uh, concern. <laughs> like I, I'll go sure. really high on those. It's just do something you, what about are you lounging. What are you, yeah, you do, oh, you, but you have running shorts. I wear running shorts. Okay, and some of those are really. You short. would adjust. You would be amazed at how quickly you would adjust. If Maybe. you found a pair of shorts that you like, because I also did not wear shorts, certainly the entire time I lived in New York and probably the first two years I lived in L.A. And as what? soon what as I got changed? back into what it. What changed? You know what? I said, fuck it. Yeah. Like, can we swear on Can we curse on here? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, but said, we have not started he saw, yet. He saw I saw movie. Risky Business. Oh, okay. I, thought you saw, yeah, I thought you saw Yes Man. Yeah, I saw the yes man and I decided to start saying yes to shorts. Sure. Probably honestly. Oh, I thought you were just inspired by the sight of Luis Guzman in shorts. <laughs> yeah. Looking good, Goose. Yeah, I was I I was watching Jim hang out with all his age appropriate friends. Yeah. <laughs> Danny just guys Ma- who were Danny the same Masterson, age as him. Bradley Cooper, love interest Zoe Deschanel. Um everybody roughly the same age. Yep. <laughs> no mm-hmm. way to tell if they're not. 
I I think probably what changed honestly uh, was my relationship status. I think mm, my wife was yeah. like bought me a pair of shorts. Sure. I feel like every summer I buy three pairs of shorts. Mhm. And I think that this this next pair of shorts will be the pair of shorts where I'm happy to be wearing shorts. Okay. But every summer I feel like I fall short, no pun intended. Mm, yeah. Although I we think but we let's all, all enjoy it's it. A here. It's yeah. delightful. It's well, delightful. I love it. Yeah. We're gonna pretend there's no pun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. No, it's uh, and I, I think that like every year I I feel more ambivalent about wearing shorts. But the reality is I also like if I was wearing pants right now, I would de- be dead. Yeah, like I just can't do it physically. It's nice to always be able to wear pants to like your your body adjusts enough so that uh, I like you can wear pants in basically any situation. Some when people you, when you're a pants guy. Some people flip it. I know. Yeah. my high school, my my college roommate, Mike. Mm-hmm. Mike, when uh, I was a freshman, he was a sophomore in college. Mm-hmm. It was we had been living together all year, and it we went to school in Santa Cruz, where it's pretty cool and wet in the winter. And I want to say it was April or so, so we'd been in school for six or eight months. And he said, "I got to go home to Hayward, Jesse." And I was like, "Why is that?" He's like, "Oh, I got to get a pair of pants. I got a job interview." And I'm like, "This whole time you didn't have a pair of pants?" And he's like, "You didn't notice?" And I kind of thought back, and I was like. I guess you have been wearing a short, shorts every day that I've seen you for the past eight months. Yeah. What happens to those guys, I have personally seen this, is you become a grandfather and then you cannot wear pants anymore and then you are not allowed to go to Thanksgiving dinner at the club. <laughs> you are removed sure, sure. from the club, uh-huh. from the dining area, because uh-huh. that is a pants-only event. Right. There was one guy in my high school who had a bet with someone that he would wear shorts for the entire year. This was in New England. This was in Connecticut. And a little bit more of a challenge. Pretty cold. And, mm-hmm. uh, but he did it. But I remember it being What was odd. the bet? What, what, what did he get out of it? I don't remember. I didn't really know him that well. I remember being like, hey, man, shorts? Because it was like <laughs> snowing outside. Sure. And he was like, yeah, yeah. I bet My buddy bet me that I wouldn't uh, wear shorts for the entire year. God. I would love... I I didn't do any bets in high school. I, it I seems was like there's a lot like, of like, I mean, if you look watch a high school movie, it's all but bets. Everybody just betting each other things. Yeah, I'm sorry to tell you this. The bet was about you. Oh, the bet was like, no. can you make yeah. him homecoming king or something? Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. Like, and I, you know, I'm in the same club. I wasn't one of the guys making the bet. Sure, you, know? right. you were the target of the yes, bet. Yes, that's yeah. right. As a 37 year old now. I feel like I would love just to have the emotional bandwidth to invest in bets with my buddies. Mm. Like yeah. if I had so much room in my life right. that I could really get down into wearing you've shorts been, every day. You've been selling me this this bill ever since you saw Tag. <laughs> you just got worked up over Tag. You wanted a, you want an intense I game with see, your adult I went friends. To a movie theater and saw Tag. Did you? Yeah. That well, sounds we fun. We don't It was all right. Stop playing because we get old. Yeah. Right. We get it's old a really good because point. Because we stop playing. Like I, <laughs> Is that the moral of Tag? Benjamin Franklin said it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Yeah. According to the opening According to the tag. tag. You'd know him as Poor Richard. <laughs> I'm sure, yes. Yeah. So my Wait, favorite Benjamin Almanac. Franklin yeah. is Poor Richard? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, my uh-huh. God. It's like the end of Fight It's Club. like Don... <laughs> <laughs> 
That was their Donald Glover and Childish Gambino. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> okay, it's getting too hot in here, so we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne. I am America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. Mm hmm. Every week on Jordan Jesse Go, we are able to do this. Keep these microphones in fine fettle. Right. Because of Max Fund members who go to maximumfund.org slash donate. We support love them. this program. We love them. We also have sponsors on this week's show. Yeah. First of all, they're known internationally from Vancouver to Los Angeles as the Crute, our friends at ZipRecruiter. Hiring is a challenge. Oh, it's one... so challenging. There's one place. Jesse, there's a place you can go. Where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. Is it Cheers? No. ZipRecruiter.com uh, Cheers slash is the JJ place, Go. Is the place I can go where everybody name. knows my name. But if you're gonna want if you need a you need somebody to do a job, yeah. you're gonna want to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JJ Go. I'm a business person, Jordan. Yes. I want to send my job not just to one website, but to like triple digits. I want a hundred plus websites for my job to be featured on. ZipRecruiter does that. They send your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. Holy cow! If I, if I was them, yeah, what would I do? I'd stop right there. I'd draw the line, line in the sand. That. This is all that. I can do. I look. This is the best I can do for you. I'm I'm just a lazy recruiter. They've got powerful matching technology to help them scan through thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. Wow. Powerful yeah. matching technology. Yep. Perfect for recruiting? Yep. Perfect for playing Go Fish? Mm, well, yeah. I mean, in this case, recruiting, but sure. It's I mean, like one of those things where, like, to... you know, they invented Tang for astronauts, but well, then everybody right. wants some Tang, you yeah, know? That's true. It's one of these things. This, per- this perfect matching technology is great for recruiting <laughs> right. employees. It's also great for playing Go Fish. It has civilian uses. <laughs> America's favorite card game. Yeah. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JJGo. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're also supported this week by Simple Contacts. They're a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder contacts from anywhere in minutes. Mere minutes, Jordan. Here's what you do. You take a five-minute vision test from your phone or computer. It's reviewed by a licensed doctor. And you receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts. I cannot overemphasize to you, Jordan, mm-hmm. how licensed these doctors are. This ain't no quack. These aren't wildcat doctors. No fly by night. These aren't just actors in lab coats. No, it's a real doctor. A real doctor. And not just any type of doctor, a medical doctor. That's the one. These people don't have doctorates in philosophy. Uh, if you have an unexpired prescription, you can just upload a photo of your doctor's information and order your lenses. This isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam is something they want you to know. Yeah, but you can get $20 off your first contacts order at simplecontacts.com slash JJGo. Or you can just enter the code JJGo at checkout. That's simplecontacts.com slash JJGo for $20 off your first contacts order from Simple Contacts. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. That's the one. 
It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Sean Clements, um, but you could call me the clam dog. I'm Hayes Davenport, the Hayes man, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is my, I, I feel bad a little bit that my standard nickname is gendered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, mm. it's, well, uh, you're gendered. It's, mm-hmm. I know. But do, you, do you identify as I man? feel like I'm pushing it on everyone as like, I'm the Hayes man. But it's okay. No, yeah. I, I think it makes people feel comfortable. If, you, if, if we all use gendered nicknames, it's sort of the equivalent my of going pronoun, to a conference and having your pronouns My pronoun's the part of my yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. You just let, you're laying it out there so other people feel comfortable. Yep. Yeah, making it easier. Mm-hmm. At any point, have you said it's the hazy days of summer? So, have you tried that? And I've never done that. And someone, uh, Julie Klausner, introduced me to Hazy Shade of Winter, which oh, I sure, wasn't sure, familiar sure. with yeah, either. Yeah. I mostly got Purple Haze mm-hmm. growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, that, I don't know. I don't know how I missed all these other ones for, for so long. Sometimes when I would say that my last name is Clement, someone would go, as in inclement weather? God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. You but got it. Kind back, of a long happened yeah. twice. Atlantic. Yeah, it's like not really. It's happened twice. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like your name is so weird that you need, oh, like yeah. this? It's just a yeah. name. It's a regular name. I had a um, – if I could tell a brief story Please. about um, uh, how psychotic and broken I am. Uh, so I went to um, Healthy Spot. You guys know that pet store, pet food store? Kind of a fancy pet food store. I have not been. Yeah. What, what's the distinguishing characteristics of it? Just general fanciness or are we talking about f- fresh food that's original to the Healthy Spot? Um – I don't even know. They have a lot of, like, high-end brands and some nice toys and stuff, but they sell a specific thing that our dog likes there. Um, dog food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stella and Chewy's freeze-dried chicken patties. We break it up on his kibble. So anyway, uh, they have, like, good. an account mm-hmm. for you uh, where it's, like, your dog's name is in there, so you give your phone number when you right. get out, and maybe you get a little discount and you get points or whatever. Not like a credit account like an old-timey general store. Uh, no, no, no. Just like we, they have your information, just like every other store you've ever checked out at now, where it's like, can we have your phone number? And it's like, can I fucking pay? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so I guess my question is, if you don't have that, how do you pay for the dog food before the harvest comes in? Mm. Okay. Um <laughs> And do you want me to answer that question? Or do you just want to have it? Honestly, irrelevant. Sure. <laughs> but they looked up my dog's name, and here's where we'll loop back around. And she read it and went, huh. How do you – I'm sorry. How do you pronounce your dog's name? And his name is spelled B-O-S-C-H. Right. And I went, is this, is this, does this cashier not have Amazon Prime? I guess. That might be. I guess so. But I went – it's Bosch. Mm-hmm. And she went, oh, okay. <laughs> you must get that all the time, huh? <laughs> and I guess anyone else would have gone like, yeah, sure. But I went, no, actually, I'm struggling to find another way you could pronounce it. <laughs> 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 and she said, and she panicked here sure. because really she could have said like Bosch, I guess. But she went, she's a I, customer service employee getting paid fourteen dollars mm-hmm. an hour. Oh, and I'm a t- complete asshole. Yeah. And she went, well, I guess the S would be silent and it would be like Bach. And I went, okay. I can't think of a word that has a silent <laughs> S like that. <laughs> she said, I'll look some up and I'll get back to you. <laughs> 
I left. I called my wife. I said, I'm very sorry. I can't go to Healthy Spot anymore. I think, <laughs> I think you called me on the way home as well. Yes. To tell me about this. Because I can see myself when I'm doing something like this. Yeah. And I know that I should stop. Right. And I know I'm like this is why people don't like me. Like people don't <laughs> really like me, and this is the exact behavior that causes it. And I can't. I think now I can see it while it's happening, but I can't quite hit the brakes yet. And right. that's kind of my goal for maybe 2020. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Would you say that is that a possible slogan for 2020 for you? Hit the, uh, hit the, the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in 2020, let's hit the brakes. Yeah, and think of what you can get up to for the next year and a half. Oh yeah, oh, to God. actively be pleasant Clem for dog, someone. Clem dog unleashed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're saying before you before full stop, you're going to have a, like a bender. You're going to yes. have a huge. Oh right, like all this next year, I right, go yeah. like, let's get it out of my system. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Throttle up could be the yes. slogan for 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear about this mystery. Oh, yeah. Please. I was, I was worried gonna... it was going to happen in the intro, and right. then I wouldn't be brought in, and now I'm worried it's not going to happen at all. No, it'll happen. Please get and me. Will it be worth the buildup? <laughs> Some are saying no. I'm just grateful that Hayes stepped in and hosted our show. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I was about to go on a whole thing about how my cat's name is the Marvelous Miss Maisel, and I run into similar <laughs> problems. Oh, I'm sorry. But then I we never would have gotten to the Mystery. I know that would have been, been Amazon good, Prime pet jokes. Yeah, cat's name should be Fleabag. Mm. <laughs> All right, she's very okay, clean. But hey, but she's very clean. It's a show, but she's clean. Anyway, I, un- I really Jack know why Richard? this is your producer. <laughs> huh? I really understand why this man is your producer. Yeah. he laughs so much. Uh-huh. Yeah. We've never experienced this. He has such a positive vibe. It's so cool, and it's sincere. Yes. No, it feels totally sincere. I don't oh, know what no. emptiness we feel inside him, but I'm so grateful to have him. Yeah. It's so nice because we have these engineers and stuff, and they don't. They hate our stuff. I think they're mostly – it's not that they hate or like us. They're just doing other stuff sure. dur- right. during the record. I actually – I don't know. I hate, to, I hate to break this to everybody. Jesse, this will probably devastate you, but I actually saw a reflection in the mirror, and Brian has just been watching The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Oh, <laughs> wow. And it's sometimes the laughs in the show – Correlate to when we say something. I immediately assumed that you were going to say that you saw a reflection in the studio window and you realized Brian is us. Mm, sure, <laughs> yeah, we are Brian. Brian yeah. is us. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. And we are Groot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, have you guys ever been to, has anyone ever been to or done any work or had any meeting at a WeWork? Never been inside. I know one. about it, but I've never been yeah. to one. It's a, it's a shared working space. Um, and uh, most of my work these days is freelance. I do it from home. Uh, and, uh, I don't like it. It's bad. I feel bad when I stay at home all day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm being hot positive, but I'll drop that for a second and just say my house is fucking hot. I don't uh-huh. have air. Okay. Uh, so it's uncomfortable. Uh, so I've been looking for other places to do this, to do this work. And uh, public library has been pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, sometimes there's a weird vibe in there, yeah. especially in the middle of the day. A lot of shit can go down at the yeah. public. Well, the public library is a wonderful place, but it's a wild card. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, you know, like a public library on a Sunday afternoon is a little slice of heaven. But, like, 
You know, and they got a hot hot apple pie cooling on the windowsill. Sure, story time. Dog beach. Do- yes, yes. There's a dog beach in some public libraries. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but just like during the day, yeah, and sometimes there's some shit going down in there. Um, unreliable Wi-Fi too. Hmm. I, uh, my. Every time my wife like finishes a book, basically she'll be like, "Do you? Will you just go donate this to the library?" And mm-hmm. there's like a and there's a library right around the corner. And every time I go and do it, I'm like, "Hey, we're donating this," and they always sort of look and go like, "Okay," like sideways. And then I'll be like, "Hey, they're so weird when I do that." She's like, "Really? They're so friendly whenever I do." Oh, okay. hold on. What have you said to the people <laughs> at the library? <laughs> can, what I you, what's, can you think of your last interaction with them? Uh, Are there any breaks you should be hitting? Yeah. <laughs> um. But a a buddy of mine, and I'll shout him out because they're helping. They're giving me a hand. My buddy who owns Fulcrum Labs. Mm. Oh wow! Uh, the number one place to make that's edu- a that's a big defense contractor, right? No, you're thinking of Blackwater, but oh, they do okay. sound like it does sound. Uh, yeah, uh, it, you know, they I make was Blackhawk helicopters, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, they make yes, they make cruise missiles. Yeah, they're Tomahawk their, missiles. Yeah, they're digging the pneumatic tubes under Los Angeles. <laughs> No, that's... To move cars? That's the boring company? Elon oh, Musk. okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I was not consulted on the name of this company. It's it's a fine company. They make educational videos mm-hmm. for various companies. Mm. Does it sound evil? A little. Mm-hmm. Okay. But maybe that's part of its charm. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with a simple machine. That's yeah. sure. Yeah, await. That's the truth. Give me a long enough lever and I can move the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, Archimedes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just show him where to stand. Yeah. Whatever, you know? Yeah. He's, he's going to need. He's good in everything. He wants the point. And he, yeah. he, must, he was so strong, I think, is yeah. what that was <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> the lever should be thick to mm-hmm. girth some. Sure. Yeah. 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 The width is important. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, when it comes to Archimedes, when it I comes think we to can sure. all agree. Daddy thick. Daddy thick. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> Daddy is thick. Um, so okay. he, so Fulcrum Labs. Welcome to Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> this that's is what we do Daddy all day. Thick. That's about it. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. It's, <laughs> it's the only thing people will remember from this yeah. episode is when that happened. Um, so Fulcrum Labs, they operate out of a WeWork. Which is, yeah. uh, they're all, you know, they're in kind of these nice buildings. There's shared workspaces. There's some individual offices, but there's a big kind of common area. They got infused water. Foosball table? Mm, I have not been to one with a foosball table, but they do have shit like that. Beanbag be chairs? Noisy. Beanbag chairs, absolutely. Uh, like a neon sign that says, like, work bitch. Yeah. Uh, W-E-R-K. Yeah. Um, which I found insulting. Not a weird way to spell yeah. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is W-O-R-K-W-E-R-K. Yeah. And I'm like, work, bitch. <laughs> Weird way to spell that. Anyway. <laughs> work, work. <laughs> um, so he, they have like, you know, the, the, the company, they give you points. So you get, you know, you get a certain amount of points at the beginning of the month. And so he's like, hey, we're not using these points. Use these points and check into whatever we work you want to go to. And, you know, when you got a deadline. So I've been doing that. It's been great. Um, there's WeWorks all around L.A. Mm. Uh, I think like public libraries, they're a little bit, they're wild cards, and they mm-hmm. definitely take on the character of the neighborhood they're in. Mm-hmm. So I went to a WeWork in, like, the middle of Hollywood, um, and it was just, like, guys in track pants yelling over their Bluetooths and, like, pacing in weird ways. Yep. I have not yep. gone back to that one. Yeah, There's a lovely one in the Pacific Design Center where everyone is very chill. Mm. Great WeWork. And also something I like about it is I'm getting a kind of an office experience that I feel like my life is lacking. 
Right. I mean, I know how much how strongly you feel about bringing a lunch. I know how much you love to bring a lunch. I know how you feel about your tuppies. I love tuppies, and I'm doing that. I'm doing. I'm bringing a lunch. Mm-hmm. I'm waving. Yeah. I'm at the coffee machine. Hot enough for you. I'm saying that. Sure. Is anyone there? To make friends? Uh, or it sounds like maybe you are. I'm there to make friends. Okay. I haven't had any real deep connections, uh-huh. but like I've got some people I'm on waving terms I with. Guess and I, it feels great. I should be clear that Omarosa is there. She's not there to make friends. <laughs> no. Okay. no uh, <laughs> I don't know what the mystery uh, you're going to present is. Right. But to me, the mystery is why can't Jordan hack it at the Hollywood WeWork? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's true. I might not be Hollywood WeWork material. Like, how's this guy think he's going to get anything done? <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> no, you're right. I can't. I can't handle the swirling chaos <laughs> of the Hollywood WeWork. Um, but see, he's so. So you're getting you get mass emails from the WeWork staff, mm. uh, and I guess I could turn these off, but I. I started to like these emails from a guy named Greg, and I'll read to you a, a Greg email. Wait, hold on. When you say you get mass emails from the WeWork staff, mm-hmm. just different staffers at WeWork have the right to send all their customers an email? I think it is to – I think this is meant for Fulcrum Labs employees, which I maybe technically am in the system. Mm-hmm. But this is someone from an individual WeWork office or main mm, I main think so. Office. So okay. they're – here's – Okay. So Greg will send an email. Here's an example. Hello, everyone. It's your boy Greg here serving Prosecco and Popsicles in WeWork's first floor break space. Great. He's awesome. He's fun. He's my boy Greg. Yeah. I don't want a foosball with that guy anytime. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Here's another one. Hello, everyone. It's your boy Greg here serving drinks on 35. Swing by for cinnamon toast cocktails. I'll be here for the next hour. Ah, ew. So, yeah. Okay, so the things Greg is serving sound gross. Very gross. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess, like, it's more socially acceptable than, like, hey, it's your boy Greg here, fireball shots. You know, like, that's a different ball game. So that was continuing. It was making me feel like I had community. I had a boy Greg. I've not met mm-hmm. this man, but it's like a, a comforting thing to find in my email. And just context-wise, for you guys, since you're not here every week, Jordan's been on this search to find a boy. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes. okay. Ah, this yes. trickles out and just like the whole podcast space. Yeah. We've heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. Colors things. But here's the latest email. Or here's one from like earlier this week, which I think colored the rest of the emails. It's from Greg. Our weekly mindfulness meditation hosted by Peak Brain Institute begins at 1.30 p.m. in room 35F. He's not saying it's my boy, it's my boy Greg. Uh-huh. It's become root, mm-hmm. clinical, mm-hmm. Uh, not personable. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what the fuck happened to Greg? He's not fun anymore. He He's sending peak? these business-like emails. Did he, do you think he hit peak brain? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Are you guys peak brain? <laughs> I'm at, I'm at like. If you have to ask, yeah. mm-hmm. I know you ain't. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Take one to no one, huh? So was he. You can smell it on me if you're peak brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just peak TV. <laughs> That's all I am. I'm in the fourth golden brain. <laughs> Congratulations. Hey, it's stupid. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Throttle up indeed. Mm. I think what happens what? for any. Email any mass email at an office. The explanation for everything is somebody complained. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, and I I feel bad because I haven't told anybody how much I like these yeah. emails. I like them. I have a theory. Please. Well, 
the first two emails mm-hmm. seem as if you will be directly interacting with your boy Greg. Uh-huh. uh-huh. In, Which is a dream of in mine. In a kind of fun social activity where he's like, you'll come get a drink, introduce it, be like, are you Greg? I'll be like, yeah, it's your boy. Mm-hmm. We'll do this whole thing. This one seems like he may not even be in the meditation. Mm-hmm. It's still his responsibility to inform you of it, but it will certainly not be led by your boy, Greg. Right. It will be like a group inside a classroom. And so for him to go, hey, it's your boy, Greg, come to Peak Brain uh, Institute's meditation – it sets up a false expectation for you. Sean is right. right. If he had prefaced it with that, I would have assumed that he was not just attending the meditation, but leading it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like, I mean, I like, I, I have nothing but respect and admiration for Greg's vibe. I don't know how a dude like this, who I perceive to be a very chill, fun bro, I don't know how he would do it leading a meditation. I don't know that he's a relaxing guy. Which is why he's not setting you up oh, to expect him interesting. to yeah. lead the meditation. But his whole thing is he's just taking orders from the Institute. <laughs> the Peak Brain Institute. Yeah, the sure. Institute's mm-hmm. calling the shots here. Yeah. This, isn't, this isn't authentic Greg's original thoughts. You get to a certain point... And you cede your sense of self to that institute, and that's just the reality of being in Central Hollywood. So you think my mm-hmm. boy Greg has been been kind of ex- like introduced into some sort of cult situation? I think that's possible. Yeah, well, I think PBI. he should. Mm, I think he should sure. look into some of the other character groups in Fallout Four. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so I just wanted to put that out there. If anybody knows Greg, have him get in touch with me and just let him know that I would like the— I just want to say, he is in touch with you all the time. No, that's true. Yes. But like privately. Okay. Not in a mass email sort of way because I just—I don't know. The the fun Greg, the my boy Greg emails were like a real source of comfort to me. Have you thought about calling Greg and just hashing this out? (laughs) People don't talk on the phone anymore, Jesse. Jordan, I freak out when someone calls me on the phone. And do you have a one one of those email accounts that only receives email? Is that is that I guess I could reply. It it only goes one way? Yeah, no, I could I could reply. I'm not being proactive. I think this being framed as a mystery was misleading. Yeah, maybe it was. I thought it would be fun. I thought it'd be a fun, you know, Richard Simmons kind of thing. Putting all the work on the listeners. If they know Greg, we know they're already busy. <laughs> sure, that's true. <laughs> Sean Hayes, I know you guys mm-hmm. are professional writers mm. in show business. Yeah, sort of. Mm. If you were going to compose a reply to one of Greg's emails, which is something that Jordan's obviously scared to do. Sure. Yeah. Um, and you know, like I don't like I don't want to hit it too hard, but just for context, Jordan's really going through some stuff right mm-hmm. now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um and I think he's I think he's ready for a breakthrough, but he's gonna need some coaching. How would you reply to one of Greg's emails uh to repair or reinstate that relationship that's so important to Jordan right now? This is a bad question for Sean. Uh well, related to the healthy spot story, Sean is a pretty harrowing uh email sender. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the other thing is I am Greg. In <laughs> a lot of these See scenarios this? it's like <laughs> That that is the satisfying sense. twist that the listeners and wanted. And then you just don't have any congeniality left. Yeah, when the I'm been keeping up this over. Greg character yeah. and my sort of WeWork gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I go to pick up dog food on the way home, yeah, yeah. it's spent. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
uh, yeah, so it's hard for me to get in the headspace of someone who would respond to Greg. Okay, yeah. sure. Just because, like, I'm replying to myself. That's no a little way. weird. Yeah, that's you a know? little weird. I'd, okay. And I'd probably be asking really personal stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know me so like, Who well. are sure. you really? Right, yeah. yeah. So, you, Jordan, I just want yeah. like, you like, the WeWork experience is good for you. Yeah, it's been really you good. Like it's it. been really good for me. You prefer it to other places to go. You don't do, like, restaurants or any, there's no, like. Sometimes, Have you tried yeah. the hatchery? No, I have not. What's a hatchery? Oh, the hatchery on Larchmont is, uh, I the think, institute, to, uh... The institute is growing human-like life forms. Oh, okay. So, okay. <laughs> I see what's happening here. Um, well, guys. People like it. Pe- I've, I've heard. I've heard mm-hmm. it's great. Anyway. I just don't want to spend a lot of money. You know? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I sure. never tried. I just I just work from my house. You're pretty That's near nice. a norms, right? Norms is or can be. I've good. done so, I've done some work at a norms. Yeah, they'll let you post. Up yeah, there you can all just day. hang out in a norms for basically as long as you want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's been. I have done that. Before. You just have to it's keep nice. eating eggs. It's <laughs> right, exactly like, like cool the Luke. Yeah, bricks can and I, scones. Can I ask you? No, yeah. Can I ask you a question about the shared yes. office experience? Uh huh. Here's the thing. I, I we did a little research into shared offices here at Maximum mm-hmm. Fun because we're starting to we're starting to have too many employees for this space. Mm. That's just the reality. It's just the reality of success. Yeah, mm, it's flexing on me. So <laughs> here's so here's my question about it. Flexed on. A, it seems like you get you pay your money to get in, mm-hmm. and you get guaranteed a place to sit, but not a particular place to sit. And I feel like I I would feel weird sitting in a what I feel to be someone else's desk. Mm, yeah, you're worried about we work yeah. bullies. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just like, what if there's a picture of another man's family? Mm, oh, right, yeah, right. yeah. You know, there's not like traditional desks with tchotchkes. I think if you're a company, you can get a little like area to yourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think then there's like a common space where so you're like more in the fun bags. creatives like me like to hang out. Okay. Like a fun creative. Like bumper pool. Bumper pool. Pinball. Sure. Pinball. So many noisy games that you think they're doing at this WeWork. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the most famous person at the WeWork, you think? Uh, no, Wallace Shawn. <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know what he's doing. Developing an app, I guess. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. He's like a mega millionaire. Playwright? Mm-hmm. Wallace Shawn? Yeah. He's at home being like, hey, man, don't tell people Come that. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I have my own office. Leave me out of this, yeah. man. We don't have a lot of listeners, but because Wallace Shawn does listen, we feel yeah, good about it. That's the only reason we keep doing it. Roger Angel also mm-hmm. listens, speaking of. Oh, cool. Yeah. So a lot of the New York literati are really into Jordan yeah. Jesse. Oh, Go. Especially Trillin'. The, the, Trillin oh, oh Calvin there. Trillin loves it. Mm. And you know what? A lot of people ask, why make a podcast? And it's like, if I make one person happy, and that one person is Edwidge Dante. <laughs> <laughs> Hey Jesse, do you want to? So good. Do you want to take a little break and then yeah. we'll take one of our patented hilarious prank calls from David Mamet? <laughs> <laughs> it's always about Zionism in the end. <laughs> That's true. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. I can't. Hear myself, but I'm These are real podcast listeners, not actors. Hey, thanks for coming. Here's a list of descriptors. What would you choose to describe the perfect podcast? I mean, vulgarity. Dumb. Definitely dumb. And like, uh, right here, this one, meritless. 
What if I told you there was a podcast that did have all of that? No. Jordan Jesse Go. And it's free. Jordan Jesse Go? Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. A real podcast. La, 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 la. Beloved Maximum Fun Star Trek podcast, The Greatest Generation going out on tour. We are bringing Greatest Gen Con to a bunch of cities in the U.S. and Canada. It's our big tribute to slash send-up of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. And we have a big leg coming up. Yes, we are raising our legs on a number of cities <laughs> in the coming weeks. We're going to Washington, D.C. on August 23rd. The Bell House in Brooklyn, New York on August 24th. Mass Mocha in North Adams, Massachusetts on August 25th. Pittsburgh on the 28th. Boston, Massachusetts at the Wilbur Theater on the 29th. Atlanta, Georgia at the Earl on the 30th. Ferndale, Michigan at the Magic Bag on the 31st. Those are some great big rooms and some great big cities, Ben. And it's a really fun show. It's accessible even if you haven't listened to the podcast yet. We can't wait to see you when we're out on tour. Check greatestgencon.com for dates and ticketing information. And Khan is spelled K-H-A-N because Wrath of Khan, greatestgen, K-H-A-N.com. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Sean Clemens, you could call me the Clem Dog, though. <laughs> the Hayes Man. <laughs> Just, you're not even going to say your full name. No. If if I Google Hayes, I'm getting Man, away from Hayes Davenport. If <laughs> if I Google Hayes Man, do you think I, I'll just get your IMDb? Uh, Wikipedia page. Uh, I, I, I'll be up there. Not a lot of hazes, mm-hmm. uh, especially not a lot of haze men. There are a few haze women. Mm-hmm. Who's your top haze besides yourself? Besides myself, uh, gotta be Hayes MacArthur. I think at this at this point, he's on Angie Tribeca. <laughs> okay, uh, he was on. I want to say. Perfect Couples? Yeah, I think that's right. Either that or Traffic Light, which were kind of the same show around sure, the, didn't have to be one the, the same other. time. I mean, either yes. way, this dude works. Yes, he gets work. Mm. Well, you know what the slogan of all hazes is? We work. Oh, yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Mm. He's the kind of guy, he mm. slots right in to base any project. He sounds like a, like a handsome white guy. Yes, he's one of those guys. Mm. Sean, do you have a top Sean? Besides yourself and Wallace, Sean? Putting me on the spot here. (laughs) Top Sean. Well, I guess my first answer is no, I don't. And then, but then, (laughs) and they say always go with your first feeling. Yeah, yeah. Answering a question. Yes, but I'll think of one. I mean, uh, the top Let's, Sean is probably Sean Connery. Yeah, that's yeah. really yeah. And let's, yeah. Stick, we, let's stick with S-E-A-Ns if you want to narrow it down. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. otherwise Sean... it's Sean Wayne's or SW1, yeah. my favorite DJ. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you have yeah. Sean Bean. Sean Bean, oh, yep. yeah. Who has two different ways to pronounce the same sequence of letters. Yeah. <laughs> that's nice. Jordan, you got a top Jordan? 
Yeah, it's a Sean Bean. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Gotta be Jordan B. Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just, He's my, my favorite yeah. thought leader. Just wrapping it back around him. He'd be Thank going, you. All right. right. <laughs> yeah, didn't want that to possibly get lost in the shuffle yeah, of this podcast Yeah, Jordan recording. Peterson, if you're out there. Thank you, and thank you for yes-anding that. I mm-hmm. appreciate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And thanks for yes-anding when we specifically asked you not to provide specifics. Ah, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, when something momentous happens to you in our audience, we ask you to call us at 206-984-4FUN for our segment, Momentous Occasions. You can also, of course... Email your voice memos to jjgo at maximumfun.org. That's a kind of hot technology that a lot of kids are using these days. I've heard. Yeah. That's what Julin is, right? Yeah, exactly. It's when you, it's record, when you a, record a voice message and send it to Jordan Send it Jesse to your go. favorite podcast from 2015. Uh-huh. Uh, let's take our first call. Hey, Jordan Jesse Go. It's Patrick in Omaha. Um, I was just calling to say I have a moment of shame. Uh I locked myself out of my house with my four-month-old baby upstairs in the crib. Um, he's fine. It's this is after the fact now. Uh, I uh, I was uh, fixing a lock on a door and uh, it's fixed now because I it, it shut and then I I'm locked out. Um, all the first floor doors and windows were locked, but I remembered on the second floor. One of the windows was unlocked, so I got a ladder from the garage, and I climbed up and opened it. My son was fine. You know, he was alone for maybe 15 minutes there, but he's fine. Um, Yeah, so that was, like, the scariest thing ever. I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm very, very stupid. I'm the stupidest motherfucker ever. Uh, Enjoy. Have a good one. Bye. Happened to me three weeks ago. Mm. I was, but I, not as cool as that one. A, a you weren't fixing the lock. That's true, right? Fake. Yeah. This B, guy's fake. Yeah, B, oh, and he's okay. fake as hell. He's bragging. <laughs> oh, my son. What do you my think? Kid's fine. You think you think this guy doesn't actually have a son, or oh. that the son died? Uh, well, if this if these sequence of events happened, he planned the whole thing. <laughs> Just do you think this get guy, a sweet viral telephone call on a podcast? You think this guy is a crisis actor? <laughs> Thousand percent. I know, yeah. but I know that you know when you see like an internet video of a kid just like you know spontaneously singing Frozen or something, you're like, oh, the, but I'm like, they got fucking coached by their weird parents. There's, yep. you know, there's yeah. an hour of this shit Sta- before they got stage it right. Moms yeah. are now viral moms, right? Exactly. See, that's what mm-hmm. you think this guy did. He's he's staging viral hijinks. It really did. I was at my cabin, and yeah. my child was not in a crib. My child, the child in question is like 17 months old mm-hmm. or something. And uh, I did not know that the doors had been locked. Uh, we usually keep the doors unlocked at the cabin, not to invite anyone to come break into my cabin. Yeah. Steal my VHS tapes. But uh, <laughs> I, lo- I locked myself out, and I went through – I like literally had that conversation where my child – was he's like doesn't speak English, but he knows words and kind of you can kind of tell if he can tell what you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just me. You have an the... Esperanto kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people was... are doing that now. Sure. Yeah. Uh, he, Universal language. He has two dads, me and William Shatner. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we uh, like we I had this moment where he want came up. I'm outside. I've just realized the doors are all locked. He comes up to the window, and it was like you know when in it, when you have the phone in prison and you put your hand on the glass. Sure, yeah, I just, for, the, just for yeah. the illusion of touch. Mm-hmm. I just in wanted, that moment you need it more than ever. I just wanted <laughs> to communicate to my child, don't 
put a fork in the electrical socket while dad runs up to the neighbor's house and gets the spare key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that was. Had, you should also have told him not to look at porn. Well, he did look at porn. Mm. I mean, he, that's like his whole thing. <laughs> oh, his whole thing is porn? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't see it sexually. He thinks it's like, he thinks it's cool. Okay, yeah. sure. To him, it's not porn. It's just people. Oh. No, that's a good mm. point. The human animal. He's a sex Beautiful. positive sure, kid. yeah. And, you know, Terry Crews was addicted to porn. Terry Crews is a big hero for Curtis. So. Oh, that's great. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I didn't know that about Terry Crews, and I thought I knew a lot. Yeah, you keep he's a he's a onion that keeps on peeling. Yeah, he really does have a lot. What kind of NFL player? Former NFL Mm -hmm. player, American Gladiator, porn addict, minivan driver, yogurt enthusiast, (laughs) and victim of Hollywood sexual harassment. Yeah, yeah. Terry Crews, he's a treasure, an American treasure. More to come. He's not done. No. What will he be addicted to next? (laughs) I feel guilty retrospectively about how much of my worry uh, in that moment was about my child hurting himself, Mm -hmm. which, you know, there's, you know, the the cabin's full of hazards. Sure. Who knows what, who knows what might happen in there? Sure. There's that one crab you guys put in there. (laughs) Yeah, sure. A single wandering crab. Oh, there's a couple Bowsers in there. Okay. (laughs) Um, So, but, but I was like very concerned for his well-being, but I, I think that concern may have been somewhat superseded by concern that my wife would come back from her hike and then not want to be married to me anymore. Mm, sure. sure. Grounds for divorce. Yeah. Grounds for divorce. Just discover an empty locked cabin. Yeah, because she definitely loves our children of much more than she loves me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she left yeah. the house. That's true. That's it's on her. Yeah. That's kind of her thing. She basically mm-hmm. fell like, okay, well, I'm there. gonna stay home where my child is. Mm. Yeah. Stay home with the child in the Bowsers, or else you're yeah. asking for trouble. <laughs> sure, yeah. She knows you. She, you mean yeah, right. She knew what she was getting into. Yeah, she married me. <laughs> yeah, I um, the dumb broad. I do about this guy's story. Is oh, there any greater thrill uh, slash scary <laughs> thing than breaking into your own home? Like when you're locked oh, yeah. out, figuring out how easy it really is to get into your yeah. house, and that really. You just kind of agreed not to break into each other under a lot of circumstances, but you can do it. As a white guy especially, it can be just thrilling because Mm -hmm. you know that nobody is going to call the police on you who who will come and kill you. They'll just assume this man was locked out. He's getting in the best he can. You can just focus on the process of getting the window open or Mm -hmm. whatever. Did I mention that I was wearing a pair of nylons pulled down over my face? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That might have been. Yeah. A pair. Yeah. <laughs> a pair. Well, you put one leg on, and then you pull yeah. the other one around. It's better. It's like wearing two condoms. Yeah. It's like okay. wearing two condoms. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's better. It you feels better. It doesn't feel as much. Yeah, one condom makes it feel good. a little bit worse, mm-hmm. but two condoms, uh-huh. yeah. extra good. Well, mm-hmm. the one condom rolls the other one off, and <laughs> it feels amazing. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, put the, I put the second condom on inside out, so it cancels the first one out. Mm, sure. Brian, you got another call in there? Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, possible guest. This is Brian from Pittsburgh. I was calling in with a momentous occasion. I was just driving to the store when I realized that the car I rolled up on behind um, had a giant, somewhat anatomically correct, let's say anatomically ambitious, dildo uh, suction cup to the rear corner of the window. So I'm not even sure that the driver knew it was there, but I certainly did as 
every bump, it just kind of flopped around the rubbery penis uh, for about a quarter mile until it turned away, and I was somewhat saddened but also relieved. So that was an interesting way to spend a couple minutes on the way to the store. Uh, thanks for the show. I love it. Bye. You're welcome. The world is full of wonders. I mm-hmm. think that's the moral yeah, there. It sounds yeah. really beautiful. The suction cup is such a thoughtful addition mm-hmm. to a dildo. Because <laughs> it used to just have an end. Yeah. There wasn't anything there. It but was then if you don't want to use your hands, you're trying to get down on it and it's kind of falling over right. and stuff. Like the, 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 the suction cup makes that so easy. Was this guy like... Makes just, us obsolete. I mean, this sounds like this guy was road testing this dildo. Uh-huh. You know, like how you, you know... Hit a hit a you know use a steak knife to cut through a tin can just right. to prove I, how powerful it is. I I have I I have three kids, so of mm-hmm. course I subscribe to Consumer Reports, and I look forward yeah. to that one every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, dildo, the dildo road dildo test, yeah. sure, yeah. Because yeah. you you can't know unless you have the know how. You get mm-hmm. the breadth of product. You bring a little bit of science to the table and a lot of fairness. It sounds like yeah, this whatever whatever brand this was, the guy saw. Sounds like you could, you know, take some take some solace in knowing that you could really get down on that thing. Yeah, if it can survive a car ride yeah. in you know whatever town this was in. Do you think this could be the new truck balls? I was gonna say that if yeah. he saw if he saw some truck nuts, he would never be calling into the show. No. Right, but that's weirder because where's yeah. that? Where's that rod? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see the nuts. Yes. Yeah. That's a more Let's interesting story in a way. This is just a complete a complete set. Yeah. And hey, I'd love to see a truck vagina. Mm-hmm. One day. Yeah. yeah. One can someday. We vagina. Can we? Can we? Thank you. At long last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, then we will finally have achieved equality <laughs> once we see the truck vagina. And we can just wrap this whole American experience up. And in the same way, those those Kappa mud flaps with the the silhouettes of the babes. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to see some dudes on there. A yeah. man languishing with a full erection. Yeah. 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 And like realistic looking guys. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Yeah. Not like too big. Yeah. Not like musky. Like not too like muscular it would embarrass, or anything. Not like it would embarrass us. Yes. Like normal looking I guys. think it should be uh, the dude who's driving the truck. Yeah. <laughs> no, his his silhouette. So uh, yes. you get like a you get like a scanner and a 3D printer. Yeah. We could go to the county fair. Any man who's driving a truck with a silhouette woman mud flap, mm-hmm. the other mud flap should have to be mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I like that. And then you can drive up on him a little faster and like look in the window and he's like, "Hey, <laughs> that's me." <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep, full erection. You know, in a way, that's really sweet, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it kind of celebrates just kind of the diversity of the human body. Oh, yeah. They're all beautiful. Mm -hmm. All of them. I think so, too. Mm -hmm. That's why I use Dove Brain Soap. (laughs) Sure. Because the human body is diverse and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm. that's... that's Real mud flaps have curves. Is what I say. Mm-hmm. I, I like love that there's... my curvy mud flap. <laughs> <laughs> 206-984-4FUN is our telephone number. Or you can email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Uh, Sean Clemens, but you could call me the Clem Dog. Hey, man. Uh, guys, what a what a pleasure and an honor 
it's been to have the two of you on our program. Oh, thank you. Two of the funniest, handsomest mm-hmm. podcasters mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. Uh, right if anybody, if anybody has not heard Hollywood Handbook, uh, Sean and Hayes' podcast, Jordan was on it recently. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, so funny that I find it exhausting. Jesse, you mm-hmm. were on, I would say, one of our, I mean, this is an open wound, uh, mm-hmm. for me and Sean, but you were on yeah. one of our, uh, best received episodes ever with, with Tom Sharpling. I don't think I have ever been less confident that I was doing what I was supposed mm-hmm. to be doing correctly it, as it, on the episode. Uh, I mean, I feel, I've known Tom Sharpling for... 15 years Mm -hmm. and I consider him a good friend and I really care about him and I'm 100% never sure where I stand with him in any given conversation. Yeah. Uh, And I think the premise of that episode that I was on was that Tom was co-hosting a new show with your engineer – it was like the third episode we'd done with him, and he like the narrative we had for him was that we were going to help him kind of give his career, like his uh, podcasting career, a boost, and we were planning new shows for him to do. And this was him launching a pilot with our engineer, and you were the guest. Mm-hmm. The other notable thing about this episode, which was nominated, was given several like best episode of the year awards, not just for our show, for all podcasts. Is that Sean was not on it at the mm-hmm. time? It was the only episode I had not appeared on. <laughs> <laughs> we did the show for what? It was sure. two, about two years. Or I mean, about, it, it was like the second year it was in existence. Yeah, and, something like that. And so you know, we'd made a uh, hundred or so uh, episodes, and it was the only one I wasn't there for, and it was the only one to receive any kind of attention. <laughs> yeah, uh, positive attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and would you say that uh, there had been a few that had received negative attention because you'd acted out? That's mm-hmm. right. Sure. <laughs> um, what were you gonna ask? Would you say that the the world is paying for it to this day for liking that episode? That's true. Yes, um, I would say that I'm forever damaged by that experience. <laughs> uh, and that... Tom booked me on that show. He did. Yeah, he did. I, Tom was serving as the producer <laughs> of your show in his capacity as guest on the show. Yeah, that was the premise, I guess. But it sort of blurred with. He went reality. ahead and sent that email. To, yeah, look, I'll, I'll show up wherever Tom tells me to. Yeah, I knew you guys were brilliantly funny. Jordan had been on your show by then, mm-hmm. and it had been very, very funny. Funny episode. But it truly is. I mean, I'm, I am absolutely sincere in saying that it is absolutely one of the funniest things there is. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I will say if you, you guys did a very special episode recently yeah. uh, from Comic-Con. And I won't say too much about it, but it is easily the hardest I have laughed at media this year is that episode. So I think if you are not familiar with Hollywood Handbook, listen to a couple eps. And then get into that Comic Con episode. But if you kind of know the deal with the show, jump right to that Comic Con. Better to have episode. a little bit of context. Yes, I yes. Think. I think I, I need to say know that one is not behind a paywall. The Comic Con episode. Yeah, we're really trying to get people deep in that in, uh, behind that paywall. Right, with a Jesse episode. Sure, yeah. So, and, and you it, have a recent episode too, Jordan. Where out we there talked for about, free about Bubble that I yes. don't really want to push too hard because <laughs> that one is is very free. Sure. I can I also say like I think a lot of people who heard the story about Sean at the pet store 
will want to avoid episodes with Sean in them. <laughs> I'm in so... most of them, but there are some without me, and it always uh, makes me upset. <laughs> <laughs> the one, in fact... There is an episode coming out soon that I wasn't there for the recording of, and I may have uh, melted down a little bit about not being involved in the episode. Fair. <laughs> Fair. Did you get involved in a spiral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still. Still in something of a yeah. shame spiral. Mm. Yeah. It's 2018 I acted still. out and... Uh... <laughs> You've been scolded. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he has a... Paying for it. He's got a lot of time to get it all out of his system. You seem pretty yeah. torqued about it even now. Uh, I think <laughs> it's hard to find a balance between – I am proud of the show. Right. I think it's something yeah. fun and funny yeah. that we made. It is. I like I it. I agree. I agree 100 um, uh, percent. And so I want to be able to take some comfort and pride in having made something that is fun and funny without – being so wrapped up in it mm-hmm. that when an episode I'm not involved in gets attention, it mm-hmm. destroys me right. completely. Sure. Right. Uh, and that's too invested. Mm-hmm. So there's got to be sort of a healthy distance. Yeah. I, I feel the opposite, which is I am so relieved when something that I have my name on can just sort of proceed w- and be appreciated without me having to do anything. Mm-hmm. You, go, you, you got to fly. Yeah, I mean that. I mean that. That's the most amazing. I mean, this feeling. is. You guys are just a typical comedy pair: a pants yeah. guy and a shorts yeah, guy. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. A guy who <laughs> is mad and a guy who's not mad. Mm-hmm. Sean, my, here's my advice to you, please. Because you know, every so often, I'm out of town. Maybe sure. I'm up, maybe I'm up at my cabin, losing my child and locking my mm-hmm. child into the house. Yeah. Uh, and Jordan will do a show here without me. There was a recent one. Yeah. He'll bring in some heavy hitters. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh, he'll bring in some Bud Light Limeritas. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And, you know, when the when the goose is away, the gander plays. Sure. When you say okay. Bud Light Limeritas and heavy hitters, it makes me think the heavy hitter mm-hmm. is like some kind of vape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a, just a vape, a with big a vape fat tank, <laughs> gravity bong. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just a fucking, fucking blocky ass. Yeah, uh-huh. one of those. Really when you really like want to, you don't yeah. want to hit it. You want to hit it. Fun thing you can you do if somebody has those big it. vapes is you can uh, pretend to answer a call on it. <laughs> That's fun. And they leave it out on the works table. with bananas too. Um, so but, it's only you that's ever out of town. It sounds like, uh, yeah. And I and I think that um, you know, universally in our audience, you know, which is a broad, diverse audience, mm-hmm. um, everything from Edwidge Dantecott to yeah. Wallace Shawn, <laughs> mm. they all prefer a Jesse Liss episode, mm. and they'll you know they'll let me know, <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day. I bought the microphones. Right. Sure. So and it doesn't done. matter what oh, yeah. John Cameron Mitchell thinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the woman from the CBC having real sex. That's what happened in that one John Cameron Mitchell movie. Oh, Short Bus? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I'd like to. Oh. Yeah, I, I thought it was okay. Okay. I enjoyed it fine. I'm going to get in there. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. 
Um, I don't think it's streaming anyway. So that's my recommend, re- recommendation to you. I appreciate you. that. I did not buy the microphone, so I don't have quite the same, so, but I but get I'm the concept. It's yeah. worth set spending up. the thousand bucks. You yeah. got the mics. You're all set. You bring those in. And, you know, what, what can what can they say to you? You set up the introductory email <laughs> mm. with the guy who bought the microphones. That's right. Scott yeah. Ackerman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I don't yeah. know anyone who even owns microphones. So, so that's something. Yeah. It's your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my. That's just a hot tip. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have to do it my way, but your way's not working. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer is Brian Sunny D Fernandez. He's on the boards this week. You can join us on Twitter with the hashtag JJGo uh, at Jesse Thorne at Jordan underscore Morris. You guys are tweeterers. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to share your Twitter handles? Mine is at Hayes Davenport. And okay. then mine is actually at Sean Clements. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm, the both of you yeah. guys are really throwing some curveballs Engineers, here. when they get shouted out, think about this, Brian. You know how when they would always throw to like DJ Scribble on a show, they would do like... Crab scratch. Yes, if the engineer should just do a little flourish of effects. Of engineering. Yes. Just a little bit of engineering. Yeah. Sean was pretty stoked about saying it was a crab, scr- scr- crab scratch. He and I shared a little moment. Yeah, Jesse and we're I both connected Jesse, on that. Jesse we're pointed at Sean. In, we're both pretty into turntablism. Mm, mm, yeah. We were briefly in the invisible scratch pickles. <laughs> Forget it, man. Yeah, it's a, it was a long, lifetime ago. You got the juice We're into now. podcasting now. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can join us on Reddit, MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can join us on Facebook in the Maximum Fun group or uh, by liking Jordan, Jesse, Go. You can listen to all of Jordan's smash hit podcast, Bubble. Sure can. On demand right now via a new new type of uh, media consumption. A lot of young people are really into called jeweling. <laughs> Just jewel the whole thing. <laughs> Just, jewel. Just jewel one episode after the other. You don't have to wait Just for new jewels. Down. Yeah, you can yeah. do one after another. Just fort- so- fortnight it. Right wait, up wait, your wait. now now Jewel is definitely a vape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So this is a podcast that you can consume via through vapor. Vapor, yes, yeah. exactly. Got it. It also stars Jewel, which is confusing. Yeah, yeah. that is. But we loved her story. Like mm. the oh, she lives in a van yeah. in Alaska is oh, just like unbelievable. Man. Totally yeah. amazing and her poetry is really beautiful. It also comes oh, in mm-hmm. flavors, coconut. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just yeah. coconut, actually. Yeah. Our our motto is the new, podcast new that co- blows fat clouds. Sure. <laughs> oh, new car. We're also getting new car flavor. <laughs> the taste, the taste of a new car. Okay, we'll oh. talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.